So today on this podcast, we are going to look at the Atari video games adventure and Spider-Man. And we're going to find out. All right. Which is more gooder? Which is more gooder? Which is more gooder? Welcome back to the podcast, which is more gooder. I am your host, Scott White, and this time I'm going to look at a couple of video games from my youth. I grew up, most people my age, once I tell you what it is, you'll probably guess around what age I am, I had the Atari 2600, and that was a mainstay. I just loved, so played that a lot in my youth, and I was able to get my hands on a couple of games. I have a friends. I have some friends that have the Atari 2600. So for the past couple of weeks, I have been playing the Atari 2600. I already did another podcast on Ghostbusters for the Atari 2600. You can find that on my other podcast, the Dan Aykroyd podcast. So look that up. It may be out yet. It may not. I'm not sure when all of these are dropping, but... If you feel like it and it's not out, keep looking back and find it. So the two games I'm going to look at are Adventure from 1980 and Spider-Man from 1982. And the first game I'm going to look at is Adventure. For Atari 2600, came out in 1980. This is the reason I wanted Atari. My friend, I I think everybody has a friend that always gets something before they do. I had these friends growing up. They would always get something before I did. I would tell my parents and we would eventually get it. But I was always like eight months to a year behind my friends with stuff when they were getting stuff. And they had the Atari 600, the Atari 2600. And the Atari 2600, just to let you know, I mean, it was a great game. I just remember the commercials. The fun is back! Oh yes, sirree! It's the 2600 from Atari! It's the video system with classics galore! From space invaders to cars that roar! A real hip joystick controls the screen! Solaris is hot and midnight magic's mean! And one more thing, it's got a special low price! Under 50 bucks! 50 bucks? Now isn't that nice? The fun is back! Oh yes, sirree! It's the 2600 from Atari! But it would come with combat that was the game that came and it was a two-player game you needed two players to play combat and i never understood that like me i didn't have anybody to play with at least have a one-player game come with the game so you can when you open the box and you get it going you can start but it came with combat but my friends had a bunch of games and one of the games they had was adventure and this was you had to find this golden chalice and take it back to the golden castle. And once I played this game, this was the game that I wanted. We didn't have the Atari 2600 at my place yet. My friends had it. I played it. I wanted the Atari, and I wanted this game. So we got the Atari, and we got this game. And I played it, and I played it, and played it. Now, what do I say about playing it again 40-some-odd years later? Well, here's... 
what I liked. I liked that it was it was a you know it was a quest. You had to find the golden chalice. So you had to find when you're going through it, you have to find keys and you have to slay dragons and you have to go through catacombs and you have to go through mazes. I like the fact that it had an ending point. It just didn't keep going. You just didn't accrue points. There was something that you had to do in this game. You had to find this chalice and you had to take it back to the Golden Castle. And that's one of the, what else I liked about it was that it had different levels. And I'll touch on this now. This may sound like something I didn't like, but that were on the different. I like the different levels. However, within the different levels, level one is way too simple. Way, way too simple. And levels two and levels three are not really far enough apart. Level two is almost as difficult as level three. They're not that far apart. So I wish that the levels... I like the fact that there are levels. So I wish the fact that the levels were more separated by difficulty. So I guess that's going to be a mixed. That would be a mixed uh, about this game. I like the levels. I wish the levels, you know, you, you worked harder on as they went up. Level two and level three are almost the same level. What else I liked about it was, is if you've, how you die in this video game is you get eaten by a dragon. And once you get eaten, you can reset the game. And all the stuff that you've done stays the same. So once you die, when you reset the game, you can start again from where you were at. You don't have to start all over from the beginning and do what you've already done. You don't have to do it again. That all stays the same. The only thing different is when you reset the game is that the dragons, if you slayed any dragons, they come back alive. And I think that's a good thing. But all the keys that you've collected, all the castles that you've opened, that all stays the same. Where you've left something, you can leave something somewhere, it all stays the same. And there's one thing that I do like in the second and the third level is the bat. There is a bat that flies around. It will grab something out of your hand and leave something. So if you leave a sword somewhere, it may replace that sword with a key. It's always flying around. So to me, that was a very good thing about levels two and levels three. The bat is not in level one, but that keeps you on your toes. It, it keeps the game from being mundane because there's no levels in this game. It's all one flat map. You go from castle to castle to catacombs to mazes. You have to remember where you put stuff and the bat will move stuff on you. I, I, and I like that. Now, let's get to uh, stuff that I didn't like. What I didn't like is the game is almost completely quiet. You don't hear a lot in this game. And not that I want constant sound going on, because if you listen to my Ghostbusters podcast on the Dan Aykroyd podcast, one thing that I couldn't stand was the Ghostbusters theme was playing throughout the game. And that just got annoying. Here, the game is almost too silent. You needed more things going on in the background, more sound effects. You only basically get two sound effects in this game. One, when you get eaten by a dragon. (laughs) 
and two, when you finally bring the golden chalice back to the golden castle. Now there are minor sound effects between though between the game, but the game is mostly quiet. I think the game would have benefited more if there was more sound effects. Uh, you know, creak. You're in a castle, so creaking, hearing the bat. You don't hear. You know, hear the bat wings. I once again, I don't know what the technology was at the time. Maybe they were incapable of doing this. But the game is just a little too, too, too quiet for me. So that was the game of adventure. Now we're going to move on to the game of Spider-Man. This came out in 1982. This was the first video game of Spider-Man. And when I first saw the commercial, I could not tell you how excited I was that there was a Spider-Man video game. <laughs> I'll blow this town to smithereens! I'm wrong! Try to get up there in time, Spider-Man! Watch me cut my web, Goblin! Watch yourself fall, Silk Slinger! Don't stop the bombs in time! If I don't get you webhead, my day of Nazis will! Holy hell! And you're running out of fluid! Is this more action than even Spider-Man can handle? Spider-Man, a video game from Parker Brothers, the ones to beat. I almost, I, I, I'm sure I might have peed a little when I heard that. I am a huge Spider-Man fan, and I, I was an even bigger Spider-Man fan in 1982. So when I saw this, had to have it. And I really don't know how much it cost when it first came out, but I got it when it first came out. And I don't know, I'm, I wasn't working at the time. Dad must have bought it for me. And I played this and played this and played this because I loved Spider-Man. And the gist of this is Spider-Man has to get to the top of a building and avoid the Green Goblin and avoid the Green Goblin's henchmen. And what I liked about this one is, one, of course, it was Spider-Man. So the fact that it was Spider-Man just puts it way up, way up, way up on my tears right now. And just seeing the fact that Spider-Man could swing and Spider-Man could shoot webs, that was just all, it's very, very primitive, but at the time it was just, it was just mind-blowing to me that I could actually play Spider-Man. What else I like about this game is, so one of the things is when you're, you're going up a building and during this, uh, the Green Goblin or his henchmen, or if you swing over, uh, if your web hits a bomb, It'll cut your web and you will fall. And the two things I liked about the fall. One is, is that you could actually, while you were falling, shoot a web and break your fall. That was always very, very cool. I love that. I also like the fact, and this is sort of grim, is that if you didn't break your fall, Spider-Man would fall. And when he would hit the ground, there would just be this bone crunching thunk. It's like, wow, Spider-Man didn't walk away from that one. You were battling a lot of things in this. You were battling time. You only had so much time. You were battling the criminals, of course. And, of course, you had, you had limited amount of web fluid. I thought that was a very clever idea. And you could replenish your web fluid by capturing the Green Goblin's minions. So if you would capture somebody or if you would defuse a bomb, you would gain web fluid. I liked all that about it. So there were a lot of things working together on that. The time and the web fluid. And so you could only 
you so much time to get up to the top of the building. What I didn't like about the video game is, is that is that's all you have to do is get to the top of the building. You couldn't capture the Green Goblin, and I didn't I, for I, I didn't like that. And you go to and when you go to level to level to level, the Green Goblin gets quicker, and there's multiple creations of the Green Goblin as you as you climb up the building. You could never capture the Green Goblin. I didn't like that. Also, there were a bunch of bombs on the building, and if you didn't defuse the bomb, it just blew up, and it didn't do anything. You didn't lose web fluid, or you didn't lose time. So there was no repercussions for not defusing the bomb. And the only thing you really had to do to get to the next level was get to the top of the building. So basically, all of you, if you just wanted to get to another level, you could just shoot your webs straight up the middle of the building and just get to the top and go to the next. You wouldn't get as many points, but you would go to the next level. And the this game is also, I'm not always going to say kind of, but it, it's very repetitive. You swing up the building, you capture these guys, you defuse bombs, you get past the Green Goblin. Once you get to the top of the building... Yahoo! You go to the next building, and it just gets tougher and tougher and tougher. The buildings all look the same. It's just that you have to deal with more Green Goblins and quicker Green Goblins as you go up. There's not much to this game. It's just the, the fact that it was Spider-Man made it special to me. And the fact that it was the first Spider-Man game, and I actually played the first Spider-Man game. So now we're going to talk about which one is more gooder. And uh, even though I'm a huge, huge Spider-Man fan, I'm going to have to go with Adventure. Adventure is the more gooder of the two because the Adventure kept me engaged more. I had to think more doing that. I had to work harder doing that. I, I felt the goal at the end was more rewarding when it paid off with Adventure. It's not to say that I didn't like Spider-Man. But I could play adventure longer without getting bored. You could actually start to get bored playing Spider-Man. Even though it was Spider-Man, and even though even though in one game you're Spider-Man, and in the other game you're just a cube just going around these castles. I'm going to have to go with adventure. I once I would recommend both of these games, but if you had to choose. If you went back in time and had your 2600 and could only get Adventure or Spider-Man, even though the Spider-Man label looks a lot cooler with the Green Goblin throwing a pumpkin bomb and snapping his web line, go with Adventure. This is uh, just a single, uh, which one is more gooder? I usually have a guest on here, and it's a short one because... I'm not debating with anybody. I'm just debating with myself. If you want to debate with me in the comments, please, if you play these games, let me know. Let me know what you think of these games. Let me know what you think is more gooder. And I will catch everybody here next time. Thanks for listening. To support this podcast, please go to www.patreon.com slash scottwhite and give what you're able. If you're listening on iTunes, please give a review. That should help people find this podcast. And no matter what services you use to listen, please leave feedback. We always want to improve. Thank you for listening to the Witches More Gooder podcast. Cross the streams.
This has been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast.